Hey, welcome to Streaming with Sam. I'm Sam, your host. Every week, we talk all things streaming and entertainment. Occasionally, I throw in some book and podcast recommendations, too. Or really, anything I'm currently loving. Welcome to Streaming with Sam, the modern-day TV guide. I'm Sam, your host, and today we're joined by my baby sister, Rose. Hi. Hi. How are you? Um, so far, so good. Just a busy day at school. Getting all my classes done for the day, though. Nice. What yeah. have you been to? I just went to work, you know. <laughs> Fun day. Now we're getting to the good stuff. Yes, yes. Content. Have you watched anything recently? Um. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing that I've watched like front from start to finish was Ted Lasso on Apple TV um that was like my binge for the past I don't want to say I was thinking it's like a month it's like two seasons and I watched like an episode or two a day for a while really good show really good show nice what's it about I know it's pretty popular I just know nothing about it yeah definitely so Basically, it follows the main character, Ted Lasso, who is an American football coach from, like, somewhere in the Midwest, I guess. And he gets hired by this woman to coach football in Britain. And I mean, British football, like soccer. So everyone (laughs) thinks it's a joke that she hired the wrong football coach. But she's really doing it as a revenge plot against her recently divorced ex-husband because she, in the divorce, got the football club that they own together. And she said it's the one thing he cared about, so she wanted to ruin it. But Ted Lasso is such like a good coach and phenomenal, like nice guy that you see how they can both like grow from that decision and, you know, make the team work anyway. It sounds kind of cool. I might have to honestly, check it out. It is, honestly is a really cool concept. And I really like Ted Lasso as a character because he's just like the most down to earth, like fun, humble guy. Um, and he's just like portrayed as a very like caring, passionate person, which makes him a really excellent coach, even though he's very clearly a fish out of water. So it's like how to be a leader when you don't, is like accepting that you're not always the smartest person in the room. Um, so I thought that was cool. And it's like a very witty, funny TV show. It's like a little cheesy sometimes, but like they make a lot of good like quips at each other. <laughs> and it's also like it covers like very deep conversations about like divorce and like moving past that because Ted Lasso is also going through like troubles in his marriage and like um how to like move forward with your life and therapy. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, nice. nice so package. it reminds me of so many things. The like caring, compassionate coach reminds me of Friday Night Lights. <laughs> um, and then talking about revenge for this soccer team. Have you ever heard the story of Two Buck Chuck? Oh, no, I haven't. Tell me more. So Trader Joe's sells two buck chuck or it's not two dollars anymore but it used to be and the rumor is that in the divorce 
like the proceeds are split, I guess, between the wife and the husband. So the husband super discounts this wine to basically screw over his ex-wife. So she will get way less money from the company. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little bills. That's dang. I don't know I how true it is. That is the story. I mean, to be fair, Two Buck Truck is still around, so she's still making bank if the story is true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, everybody still buys more chucks, I guess, or like the ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Like, I used to drink it all the time in college. Maybe I should get on that wave. I've I've only really been doing like the shitty seltzers, so they should maybe I should enlighten the Cal Berkeley population to these Two Buck Chucks. I mean, I'm I'm sure there are Trader Joe's all over Berkeley. There are, there are. So could get into it for sure. Yeah. So I've watched a bunch of stuff, mostly because that's what I do in my free time. And that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched three new things. Um, I watched Selling the OC, which is a reality, like real estate show. It's a spinoff from Selling Sunset. It's so dramatic. Oh my God. I like, I had to like pause and like go do something else sometimes because I was like, there's just so much drama happening. It was overwhelming. They're like single family residential, right? Because we've actually had Brett Oppenheimer come to my school to give a speech before for my club. They're single family residential. I mean, I don't know. They're multi, they're million dollar homes. Okay, yeah. So I don't know if those are the same thing. <laughs> I mean, it, it technically is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That. But these are like million, like million dollar homes on the beach in the OC. Um, but that would make sense. Like they, Brett went interesting. He's not as prominent on the show. Mm-hmm. His brother Jason is on it a lot more. Um. But yeah, that's so, I mean, yeah. Rose is studying commercial real estate, right? Yeah, I am. I'm more interested in commercial, but he's pretty interesting just because he's like, obviously a very successful businessman and TV personality. So we just had him come so that, you know, like we could learn from him and what he had to say about like passive income and creating real estate as one of like the most tax advantage forms to build your wealth. So it was just really fascinating to look at him like as a business person and then also see like his success as like a personality. And like, I think it's very, very interesting, very clever man that he is. Yeah. Anyways, I recommend the show, <laughs> but just be prepared for a ton of drama. And there are now dude real estate agents on the original. It's all women. And then really? Jason and Brett. Yeah. That's good. We love diversity. Yeah, it's definitely more of a diverse diverse cast. That's also for sure. Like, Is the drama between like them and people in the office or like other people bidding for deals? It's just between the people in the office. Because I think there is some drama in Selling Sunset where like people may have messed up other people's deals. And like 
I think they don't really highlight that because it's kind of illegal, I guess, which makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that's some real snake shit right there. Yeah, so they don't really talk about that. Mm. Um, favorite show you watched recently or is it a different one? Um, I even had a favorite one this past week. Like, selling the OC was good, but it was just a little bit too much drama for me. I wish I broke it up into like more days. Um, I also watched Partner Track, which is also on Netflix. It's a TV show about an MA attorney who's up for partner this year. Her name is Ingrid. She's a Korean American. Mm-hmm. And it just really like so it's based off of a book called Partner Track, which is based off of the author's like life, like very loosely based off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, like she's trying to become partner and she thinks she needs to land this final deal to become partner. But a lot like selling the OC, it had like so much drama every episode. I was always like, what is going on? Like there, it was just too much. I feel like being squeezed in because it was like the company drama and then her personal drama because she is in a love triangle between this guy that she hooked up with once at a wedding and her new boyfriend and then her friend drama. And wow. so it was just like so much. And I honestly don't like I worked at a law firm for seven years. Obviously I wasn't not seven years, five years. I wasn't an attorney, but this drama seemed like unreal. And like on my LinkedIn feed, I saw people talking about it and they were like, I don't think this is very realistic. <laughs> well, you would hope not. Jeez. I mean, yeah, but it was a little bit more level-headed than that. Yeah. They were like, this isn't even like close to reality. But I mean, I if you want the drama, it's like, it's like you wish you could wring your coworkers neck sometime. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like some of this, I wish I could get into specifics, but some of the stuff that happens, I'm just like, this doesn't really make sense. Like I, I feel like the main characters character kind of changes to a certain extent, but maybe that's just me and wishing who she gets with you know (laughs) I don't know but um or like wishing it happens in a different way but I haven't finished it yet I'm only on episode eight or nine there's 10 episodes so I should probably finish just to say that I finished a lawyer show that I just started with (laughs) She-Hulk oh I've heard good things yeah, I only watched one episode and it was pretty good so far. She's really sassy, which I think is fun. Um, and it like it does a really good job of like discussing the importance of diversity and like how she was kind of put on as a diversity hire for superheroes at this one law firm. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, that's just so a diversity superhero. <laughs> it's just funny. I'm sorry. No, yeah, it's like kind of it's interesting. It definitely should. It's definitely trying to shine a light on like the the power dynamics and the misrepresentation or like lack of representation of women in the law um, community. Not that I know like very much about that, but it was a very cool, very pro woman. Yeah. So Partner Track does that, too. Like it talks a lot about diversity and like women in the workplace, but it comes from it from like 
like Ingrid knows that that's kind of what she is, but also like, you know, she, that's not all you want to be known for, right? Like you want to like know that you got it because of your skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But that's cool. everything new that I've watched. I did watch a movie that's a more, but I don't really, I didn't finish it and I don't have great things to say. So I think I'm just going to leave it there. Mm. <laughs> well, um, what was it about it? It's so bad. So the, I mean, it was a rom-com. The presence wasn't bad. So basically this girl gets home from a trip. I think early or she gets laid off and she goes home in the middle of the day and she finds her, her boyfriend that she's been with since high school is she basically finds her boyfriend in an affair with somebody else. And Mm -hmm. so she storms out and as she's leaving the apartment, she falls down the stairs and breaks her leg. Mm -hmm. So she goes and stays with her mom for as long as it takes for her leg to heal. And her mom is like trying to force her to get her her out of the house. So the main premise of the movie is that she goes to this cooking class with her mom and she meets a guy, which the premise, like there's nothing wrong with that. That's a very typical rom-com premise. Right. But I think it was just the acting or the dialogue, something I was just like, this is, this is too this is corny, too- even for me. <laughs> and I watched some Hallmark crap. Okay. Like, Not the Hallmark. Not the Christmas Prince or whatever. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the, the Christmas Night on Netflix or whatever it's called with... um, Is it Vanessa Hudgens or is it Kat Graham from Vampire Diaries? Anyways, one of them. That movie is pretty interesting too (laughs) but have you binged anything old recently like you've like come back to something that you used to watch and you're like I'm gonna watch it now honestly no not too much just been really busy I've I like watching like old movies that's kind of like my thing like I watched this one Jennifer Gardner movie called like catch and release so i don't remember watching that as a kid but it like reminded me of when i was a kid because jennifer gardner was like really big then and mm-hmm. it's a pretty good movie like the whole premise is there's this woman and her fiance dies like a couple of days before their wedding oh and no after he dies she finds out that he potentially had a love child with this woman that was like this kid's like maybe like four years old and that he would like see her when he was away on business trips and stuff and so it's just like about her kind of processing that and like not trying to harbor like mal like malicious um intent towards like the kid or anything while she like figures everything out and like coming to terms with like you can't like own people and yeah. it was just like a really interesting movie because it was just kind of about her like accepting that like there were good and bad parts of him and like handling that shock I think it was cool that's so so I've also never seen it 
Um, yeah. But this podcast that I follow, Rom-Com Rewind, they literally just did a podcast about catch and release. It's good. It's a good movie. I thought it yeah. was cool. I was a little pissed at her like romance line because at first I didn't really like the guy, but <laughs> okay. We made it through. Uh, the rom-com I watched this week was Maid of Honor. Um, which oh, was- I remember that. Yeah. It's with Patrick Dempsey. I don't remember who the female like main character actress is, but she goes to Scotland for work and she comes back with a fiance. And I want to say she was only there like maybe a month. Um, but her and Patrick Dempsey's character were best friends. And she, while she was gone, he realized how much he missed her. And so like he was, when she came back, he had like had flowers and he was like going to tell her how he felt. And then he sees her fiance and she tells him and he's heartbroken. And then she asks him to be his maid of honor. And so he spends the whole movie trying to get her back to get her. Yeah. I remember vaguely watching that movie with you when I was a kid and just being like, this is kind of silly that like the whole premise is that he's supposed to be like the main supporter of the wedding. Right. <laughs> Cause he's the maid of honor and it's just silly. What did you like about the movie? What did they do well? Um, I did think, like, it was a very typical 2000s rom-com. Like, it was funny. It had, like, the, um, I think it's called, like, slapstick humor, where, like, you, you get hurt and stuff like that. Oh. Um, And I did think it was good. Like, it really did show him, like, growing and, like, trying to be, like, even though he was, he wanted to, like, break up their relationship, I do think he, like, grows as a person himself, which is good. Yeah. I don't know. I just like the movie. We just watched, me and my roommates just watched it because I was like, let's watch a movie. (laughs) like vaguely remember there's a move like a scene where they bring a bunch of sex toys to like the bridal shower or something oh my goodness so yeah he he slept with one of the bridesmaids like years ago and so she kind of sets him up to do that he didn't mean to but the grandma wears these glow beads which I don't even want to know what they're actually for. <laughs> I don't want to know, but she wears them like the whole rest of the movie. And it just, whenever I see people with big, huge pearls, that's what, or like gem necklaces, it always reminds me of the glow <laughs> bead necklace from this movie. And I'm always like dead. I'm like, like, hold it in, hold it in. Yeah, it just kills me every time. <laughs> but it's, yeah, that is honestly probably my favorite part of the movie, just because <laughs> I remember it. it's like affects my life to this day. Like I see people on the TV and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, have you guys seen Maid of Honor? This is what it reminds me of. <laughs> I mean, that's the one part of the movie that I clearly remember. 
<laughs> I mean, it's probably the funniest part. Um, but yeah, I've also watched, I've been really into comedies lately. I've just been like in a interesting mood. So comedy is always like making me feel better. I've been watching Community a lot. It's like a 30-minute comedy. It was on... I don't remember what channel it was on, but it's literally about a study group at community college. Right. I've, like, watched the first episode of Community, but I never was able to, like, get through it. I don't know. Something about it didn't click. Even though I was in community college at the time, maybe that's why, because I was, like, a little bit too, like, bored of community college in real life that I was like I don't want to watch this in my free time I mean yeah it's definitely nothing like real college like all they all they ever do is sit at this study table I mean I guess you could argue that it's like they're really only showing two hours of their day right or a week or whatever but it's like they just always do crazy things. Like they have like three paintball episodes where they totally destroy the school. Like the Dean is obsessed with them, which is so like not realistic, Mm -hmm. but it just makes me laugh so hard. I just can't. The earlier seasons are much better. Um, I think it's kind of like office in the sense that there's like this one character who's kind of, says things that aren't great and like if you'd never seen it I don't know if that would necessarily go over well today Mm. you know like much like Michael says crap in the office that you're not supposed to say and you're like don't think that would fly if it was brand new yeah true true (laughs) but I love it I'm almost done I think I have two seasons left if that um yeah not sure if I'm gonna finish my rewatch but yeah it's going good because I'm at the part where they just like repiloted which basically means like they they make a joke about the fact that they're like changing the structure a little bit to keep the show going Mm. they call it a repilot um but yeah I think I'm almost done because I don't really like those seasons that makes sense. It's like the last seasons without Michael Scott and the office are not the best. Yeah. And like that whole Andy storyline, like what? They they totally change Andy's character. Like I hate it. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't watch it anymore. Like those seasons, I just don't even I just skip over them. Mm-hmm. And I move should. on to something else. Are you excited about anything new that's coming out? Anything new coming out? Um, nothing like that. I'm not like the biggest like TV show person, especially since I'm in school. I mostly just kind of watch movies and I still haven't seen Nope yet. But I think this Saturday or something is supposed to be like National Film Day. So the movie theater near me is having $2 tickets. So I'm going to be seeing Nope this weekend. What is Nope? I haven't even heard of it. What? It's the Jordan Peele movie. No idea. You should look it up. I guess it's supposed to be good. (laughs) So I just don't like to go to the actual movies. I am like very much against paying for movies. 
Well, like, yeah. I really want to see Top Gun and I still haven't gotten myself to actually go. Like if somebody else was like, hey, Sam, I'm going to Top Gun at this time. Let's go. I would probably go because it's like a group activity, but I just can't bring myself to go pay for myself and go. Yeah, um, the same way, honestly, like I've been to one movie since the start of the pandemic in theaters and. I feel like no like grand compulsion to go, but my boyfriend loves going to the movies. Like he regularly goes to the movies by himself and he doesn't even like ask me to go because he just like goes all the time. And it's just like, I, I don't feel that same urge to see the movie immediately. Like I'd rate, I'd rather wait for it to come on streaming the same way. Yeah. Like, even the stuff I share on the podcast and on my Instagram, like none of it, like it's all you're already paying for the service. So Mm -hmm. like whenever anything is like, you have to rent it. I'm like, Nope, I'm done. I'm not doing that. Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to get. Yeah. Like I'm in the same way. Like I'll only go to movies. People want to go to the movies with me. And like, that's why I'm going to go see nope it's because my boyfriend was hell of excited he was like it's like film day it's gonna be cheap and he was like okay I'll go. yeah i would totally go to the movies for two dollars but i yeah. also like my popcorn and my drink so by the time i get the movies i spent thirty dollars and i just yeah. don't i just don't want to do it just sneak well there's it no, but that's part of the experience. You can't skip on the snack. That's the experience. I said sneak your own in. Oh. <laughs> it's too hot to do that in DC. You're not wearing enough clothes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, there's a ton of new stuff coming out this week. Like, literally, when I was putting it together, I was like, this is just so much. I'm not going to watch half of it. Mm-hmm. But speaking of movies coming to streaming, Elvis, which I also haven't seen, will be on HBO Max on Friday. Don't ask me what it's about. I just know it's about Elvis's life. And I think it does focus on like how his manager kind of did him dirty. That's what I've heard. I haven't actually like looked into it, but Austin Butler's voice, man, sounds really nice. That's true. Elvis was a little bit of a culture vulture, though. Like, he was, like, stealing from other people's styles. I did hear that, and I do think the movie might focus on that, too. I, but I don't know. Um, it. Yeah. What else is coming out? Love in the Villa. It's coming out to Netflix tomorrow. Well, I guess today, when I release this, September 1st, Thursday. Uh, it's Kat Graham is in it, and it's about a young woman who takes a trip to romantic Verona, Italy after a breakup, only to find out that her villa has been double booked, and now she has to share it with a cynical British man. Oh, wow. It's honestly sounds like something I've read in a book. I don't think it's based off of a book, but I didn't double check. Mm -hmm. It sounds cheesy, but I kind of like that. I mean, that's why I like rom-coms. Like, you're never surprised by the ending. 
But like, if it's good, it doesn't matter if I know the ending or not. True. It's just more Um, about like the characters more so than anything. Yeah. So Netflix is also coming out with a new dating show, Dated and Related. It's about like, so pairs of siblings go to a villa and they basically date other pairs of siblings. I mean, they don't have to date the same, like, say we were on the show. I don't think you have to date another pair of siblings. I just think there's a whole, there's like eight pairs of siblings or something. There. Oh, so then her sibling is low-key, like, cramping her style the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't really know the whole deal, but somehow someone wins and they can win $100,000. Hmm. I've heard it's kind of like Love Island in that sense, but I've never watched Love Island. Yeah, I don't really watch a lot of like dating shows. I watch too many. And sometimes I tell my friends, I'm like, if you want to nominate me, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, you know, if someone here wants to put me on, <laughs> nominate me for a dating show, maybe you'll see me on one. Um, I'll nominate you the next time I hear about one. <laughs> uh, one that is like a, I think it's a teenage like dramedy. It's called Fakes. Two best friends accidentally build the largest fake ID business in North America. Um, and they slowly unravel their friendship in the process. And the show often like they'll they break the fourth wall and they talk to the audience comes out on friday nice that's cool yeah and then this one i don't think i'm gonna watch but i just felt the need because it's so popular i feel like i should mention it power of the ring the ring um prequel that's coming out on amazon on friday um it's set a thousand years before the hobbit and lord of the rings and just about that like that those people I don't know what's about. I don't even know. Like, I've never gotten that deep into any, like, geek lore type energy. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anything about that. Because there's, like, whole books and stuff about the lore of, like, how things came to be. Yeah. So when I was reading about this, apparently the way J.R.R. Tolkien wrote was, like, his world lives even like it, it just keeps growing. I don't know. I didn't really understand it, but even though I guess he hasn't written about this time, they can still like piece it together because of everything else that's around in the series was very odd. So it kind of like reminds me like Harry Potter really changed the game for like what you can do with like cinema because like, after Harry Potter came out and like the whole idea of the wizarding world, I feel like studios really like latched onto that and started creating like more worldscapes. So like then like Marvel now has Marvel Universe and like like uh, Lord of the Rings now has all like these prequels and like side stories and Star Wars has like their like side genre TV shows and stuff. You know, like it just really like it kind of drives me a little insane. Like it's interesting interesting to see like the whole universe I guess but at the same time it's like I kind of want a new concept like where's the fresh idea like 
nobody makes just one movie to be like a standalone story. I feel like very often. Unless it's a rom-com. Unless it's a rom-com. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. That's so true. Like even like these Netflix movies, they come out with them and they they become so popular that they make two and three like Purple Hearts, which was became like a, a quiet success. Like people are clamoring for a second one. And it's like, well, what would the second movie even be about? If the movie ends. They get do you want to just see more of their life? Like they're. Yeah. I feel like now we have like a culture where it's like, well, if it was successful, I should get another one. But it's like, then if you make another one, then like, if it's not as good, then you're watering down the first one, you know? So you leave yeah. a bad. Oh. Yeah. Like I personally don't really want to purple hearts too. I did like the movie, but it just, it ended. Like I don't need to see them with kids and like create, more drama it had a very nice clean ending Mm -hmm. yeah so the last new show is tell me lies it comes out next wednesday on hulu it's based on the book by carola lovering it follows a tumultuous but intoxicating relationship as it unfolds over the course of eight years i watched the trailer right before this it looks steamy and it looks drama filled and he, the, the main man, Steven dates two women. If it's over eight years, I hope it's not at the same time, but the girls know each other based on the trailer. So Ooh, they know each other. Yeah. And I haven't read the book, so no idea. It's based on a book. Yeah. That's like cool. that's it seems like that's really in turning books into more entertainment is like I want to say one comes out every week. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. Yeah, it's just like it's just like it's easier to create a script when you already have the storyline. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's good. Book authors don't make a ton of money from what I've heard. So like unless they're truly a crazy success so I'm it's it's great for that industry and in that it's giving them more income and more like income streams so mm-hmm. I do think it's good it's just a lot of books into tv shows and movies I mean, it's always been like that though right like people always like want to see books portrayed as movies yeah it's more interesting to see like different I guess imaginations of the same story yeah, that's true. I mean, that's entertainment in general, right? It's reimagining what we already know. I have- make it a multiverse and you can make another version of it. <laughs> I mean, look both ways. Created one movie with two different stories. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, it's really good. You should check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, well, yeah, thank you so much for coming, Rose. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for being here. As always, this is my favorite part of the week. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Follow me at Streaming with Sam on Instagram. I just started a Twitter. So, follow me at Stream with Sam. And as always, you can hit up my DMs or email me. I created an email. So, see you next week. Mm-hmm.